Today, we are given three different kinds of hearts or attitudes that one can have in life. And they're all on display in the Gospel, in the passion of Jesus. The first attitude of the first kind of heart is the indifferent heart. The one who's just kind of tossed around by the waves or the trends of the day. And that is the attitude of Pilate. He was in the background of the cross the whole time. And he was the one who always thought very practically. There was no truth for him, only the useful. In the modern day and age, we would call this the relativist. The one who thinks that truth is just kind of whatever you make of it. He was the politician. Not so concerned if something was right or wrong, but if it would win the favor of the people. Jesus is led before him and says to Pilate, I have come to bear witness to the truth. And those who seek truth hear my voice. And Pilate, summing up all his practicality, all of his education, and his political rigor, says, What is truth? Can we know it? What is it? And then he turns his back on truth itself. In the modern day and age, you guys, there is a trend that says, Your truth is as good as mine. Whatever you say is true, whatever I say is true. And then people will do whatever advances their own opinion the most. They will buy into whatever truth rationalizes for them their own sin. Seven times Pilate tried to get rid of Jesus. Tried to free Him. But because of his own cowardice, because of his own cowardice, he betrayed the Son of Man. Indifference is not the key to life. How did Pilate's life turn out? Well, from the crucifixion until his death, we know from tradition that he was in a miserable state of affairs, constantly trying to appease the will of the people, and eventually, he was murdered. The second attitude is that of Herod. Herod is the pleasure-seeking heart, the sensualist. Herod was also a great public figure, a clever man. Jesus even called him at one point the fox. Herod was glad to see Jesus because he hoped that Jesus would work a miracle for him. The sensual soul only thinks of religion in regards to the spectacular. Our Lord would do nothing for him. And because there was no sensual miracles worked, no spectacular magic show, Herod dismissed religion as a joke, something that is ridiculous. In fact, Herod even puts a white robe on Jesus and sends him back to Caiaphas. It's a great big joke to Herod, right? All the candidates for office in the Roman Empire had to wear a white robe. The humor in it was that Herod was saying it was ridiculous for Jesus to even consider a kingship. You see, Herod gained nothing from religion. He ran away from the suffering. He wanted only the pleasure. And when religion didn't work for him, when it didn't bow to his wants and wishes and desires, he dismissed it. The sensualist heart. The pleasure-seeking heart. Oh, I've tried religion. Did nothing for me. They fail to see the most important part of Christianity, and that is suffering. 
suffering. At the center of our religion does not stand a man who is full of pleasure, joy, and comfort. At the center of our religion stands a crucified, beaten beyond recognition, would-be criminal. How can we say that there's no suffering in our faith? In fact, it's the one thing that I think Christianity is so different from every other faith in the world. Every other faith says avoid suffering at all costs. I mean, Buddhism, for example, says, right, we try to devoid ourselves of all desire, all feeling, all suffering, everything, and then we just disappear into God. Christianity is the only religion that says, you must suffer. Not because God desires this of you, that He says, suffer you. He says, we must suffer to be made perfect. We must suffer because at the times we suffer is when we most need God. When do you most turn to Him? Right? I've said this with my high school students. It's usually not when you're in Cancun sitting on the beach with a margarita in hand. It's not everybody sitting like, man, I really need to go to church right now. Man, I really need to pray a rosary right now. When do you turn to Him? It's when you suffer. When things are so crazy in your life and so out of control that all you can do is fall to your knees and say, Jesus, you have to do this because I can't. The sensualist heart, the pleasure-seeking heart is not the heart that leads to life. How did Herod's life turn out? Fear, misery, and eventually he was killed by his own people. Again, not the key to life. And the third heart, which is in the background of the crucifixion the entire time, is the trusting heart, the heart of Mary. Mary was not a great public figure. She was quiet, a peasant woman who was a widow. Not on the main stage of this life, not a great politician, not a great actress, a simple mother. She symbolizes all of us. All of us. She didn't have a great education, nor did she have a great deal of money. She spent her quiet life trusting in God's promises and living the ordinary day-to-day -day routine, going to the temple and praying, going to Sunday Mass, Sunday after Sunday, partaking in the rituals of the temple, standing by her son. I think it is fair to assume that she kept God's law and spoke with Him daily in prayer. Mary was not a sensualist. She didn't seek pleasure, nor was she indifferent. She was obedient. She was obedient to God and lived her life out of her deep faith in the Heavenly Father. And what is she repaid for this? How is she repaid? She stands at the foot of the cross and looks up at her dejected, beaten, mocked son, pierced and bloodied. And it seems that every single promise that God ever made to her was broken. It would have been very easy for the Blessed Mother at that moment to just say, you know what? The heck with this. He's a liar. But she doesn't. She stands true in the midst of this deep anguish and this suffering. You guys, the trusting heart believes in God no matter what happens. And in the end, it triumphs against all odds. How did it work out for Mary in her life? She's the queen of heaven and earth. It's not too shabby. 
Which heart are you? Are you the indifferent one when it comes to your faith? Are you two-faced? Using your faith when it allows you to move forward in life? And shrinking back when it would cause you persecution? Or do you want to be spiritual, yet completely immerse yourself in the central world? Or are you the trusting heart? That come hell or high water, you stick with God and live your life according to His wishes, wants, and desires. Do you believe in truth? Real truth that doesn't let you off? Which heart are you? It's your choice. So choose wisely.